Let us close the eyes for a moment. Remembering God and the Masters, let us begin with a prayer. Om Sahanavavatu Sahanobhunaktu Sahaviryam Karavavahe Tejasvi Navadhi Tamastumavidvishavahai Om Shanti 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 May God protect us all. May we enjoy food together. May we meditate and pray together. May we attain wisdom through our study. May there be no conflict among us. May there be peace within and everywhere. Om. Amen. Good evening and welcome from a new place in Seattle. This is going to be our ashram. I'm happy to see you again. As we have been discussing the series, Test of Character, we have discussed about how to deal with uh, people who are criticizing you in our last class. Today we are going to discuss about some more points which can test our character. So the next one is Do you easily get flustered? Means, do you easily get agitated and excited? This is also very common among us that we become very excited when we get a good news or when we achieve something, we get very excited. And these two, being agitated or being excited, these are the two extreme conditions of mind. In both cases, you are influenced easily by some external factors and it shows instability and weakness of your mind. Agitation is a feeling of aggravation, annoyance, or restlessness brought on by provocation or in some cases little or no provocation. It's normal to feel agitated from time to time. For instance, in response to stress from work or school, you can feel agitated. But it can something be a sign of mental health condition also. One can feel agitated due to stress, illness, grief, or even burnt out. When I was traveling a lot and had been continuously working for career programs, so it impacted my health also. So Guruji always reminded me, then take some time for you also, otherwise you'll burn out. And he gave example that if a candle burns from both the ends, it will not last long. So we have to balance our life also, otherwise we can feel agitated or we can feel excited. Similarly, as we discussed about the agitation, being excited is normal. But the state of overexcitement is a sign of inner restlessness and instability. This imbalance becomes evident when you notice that the state of overexcitement always creates the opposite state of a real downer, means depression or frustration as the next cycle. 
sometimes you are very excited and the next in the cycle will be a moment of depression so it comes in turn a mature mind means a mind that has a deeper understanding of life and has come to a conscious wholeness so a mature mind is never attracted to excited states of being it is always rooted in a sense of balance what is the solution if you want to be free from excitement if you want to be free from agitated mind simple calm down the mind by watching your breath and doing little meditation as we discussed before also that as our breath slows down our mind also calms down so in any time if you feel agitated you feel restless or you feel very excited if you just watch your breath slowly this condition will change and you'll be more balanced more peaceful now if we go to the next test next is to test ourselves so ask yourself this question are you touchy in other words are you over sensitive around us there are people who are really very sensitive being sensitive also is normal because we all are human beings and we have to be sensible we have to be sensitive to others also but very often this sensitivity if it is over sensitivity sensitivity then it becomes a problem so let's ask ourselves do we react extremely negatively when someone makes a passing comment on us even for a silly mistake you made or your choice of degree so do you react about that being sensitive is good as it is a part of emotional intelligence but too much of a good thing is also not great to be told one is being too sensitive means that there is an aspect of one's personality which the person find or the people find unacceptable if you are over sensitive then you are vulnerable to any situation the question comes that how should we deal with this problem of over sensitivity so a couple of things we have to be careful about it how to deal with over sensitivity write down your feelings whenever you feel excited you feel you are over sensitive very touchy about people so write down your feelings i remember that in my childhood also i was very uh, sensitive sensitive with the to the people sensitive to the environment even in early childhood i found that if people are quarreling in my neighborhood that impacted me i was so sensitive this sensitivity increases also when we do uh, meditation when we go deeper and deeper so we also become sensitive but this sensitivity because of meditation is turned out into compassion but in the worldly life when we are over sensitive then it is a negative aspect of our life and we have to check it so in my childhood when i was feeling sensitivity i started writing my feelings and these feelings came out in the form of poetry in the form of some singing uh, classical music i didn't learn anything but through that i was expressing myself and then it helped me a lot because you are not keeping it anything into your mind and when you are not keeping in any anything in your mind then 
you are much better because any negative feeling anything you suppress eventually it impacts harms our physical and mental health both so start writing your feeling and also what i did i started writing my daily diaries throughout the day whatever i felt whatever things happened i started writing in my diary so i had many bundle of diaries but when i came to ashram i just got rid of that so writing things it also helps us to be free from this issue of over sensitivity now second thing which we can do we have to figure out what makes us sensitive means we have to self do self analysis that what is that which is triggering what is the trigger point which is making me over sensitive and if we know then we can work out on that aspect third thing please do not be too hard on yourself that means do not take things too personally and this is what happens with many people look when we work in family when we work in some organization we are with the people and it is very much possible people may comment people can um, react in a different way and many times somebody says something and we take it very personally most of the time things are just told in general way so if you take things too personally that means you are over sensitive and if you are over sensitive you may be over reactive also please do not be too hard on yourself take it easy fourth thing which we can do we have to limit our overthinking you know thinking is good we must think because it is a process which helps us to find the solution to find find the way but overthinking means not putting anything into action but thinking and thinking and overthinking also means there is nothing but we are creating something in our mind so think positively but don't overthink another good thing which you can do think before you react very often we see that we are not good listener before somebody finishes his statement we jump into reaction and we start reacting so think before you react listen to the people another thing which is helpful is challenge yourself and ask for feedback you challenge yourself and then ask for feedback because this will help you to be free from over sensitivity and when you ask for feedback you will know where you are wrong or where is the uh, correction needed so it will also help you then next what we can do uh challenge yourself we challenge others but challenge yourself that why why i am reacting so much and another thing we can be follow some patience means be patient take some time in modern time nobody has patience we all want to have things quickly we want result immediately and we want result we want things to happen in our own way as we think it may not be possible so be free from this habit of being over sensitive remember it's not all about you realistically most people are too busy thinking about their own struggles and problems which means they frankly are not thinking of you at all instead of automatically reacting to their behavior have a think about what they are feeling instead means focus your attention from you to other person how that person must be feeling and then you will not be able to overreact you will not be over sensitive but rather you will be more compassionate you are not leading character in everyone's life as you are always thinking so there is a beautiful teaching about it we 
spend most of our time in thinking what others are thinking about us that's not right because people are busy so don't worry over what other people are thinking about you because they are busy worrying what you are thinking about them so be free from this issue of oversensitivity now the next is about our nature this is also very important aspect of our character that when we deal with other people we become sensitive and now when we deal with other people we are suspicious so the next question you have to ask to test your own character are you suspicious do you suspect everything that means you are not trusting others are you suspicious this is the next question what is suspicion suspicion is the act or an instance of suspecting something wrong without proof or on slight evidence in one word if we say it is called mistrust suspicion means mistrust another definition is suspicion means it is a state of mental uneasiness and uncertainty which means doubt so suspicion has two meanings mistrust and second is doubt if you are suspicious of someone or something you do not trust them and you are careful when dealing with them in bhagavad gita this word has come sanshaya or doubt suspicion it says in fourth chapter verse number 40 samshayatma vinashyati a man full of doubts perishes so if you are suspicious you are not progressing rather you are going down in your spiritual life sanshayatma vinashyati if you tend to read between the lines of every word or interaction you have check up on people or assume people are out of people are out to hurt you or lie to you it's likely you are more suspicious than others because in the mind constantly thoughts will be there maybe this person is going to hurt me maybe this person is not telling me the truth so this is just a suspicion and without proof without checking a suspicious mind is always ill at ease and spotting hidden meanings nobody else even considers are there because whenever there is suspicion in your mind you start creating some imaginary things which are hidden but they are not really existing so we should be free from this doubting mind from this suspicious mind how to improve improve your relationship by listening being curious asking questions and not jumping to conclusion this is more important whenever we have suspicion don't jump into conclusion that this must be like this better is to ask question listen to the other person then it will help you once in uh, baligai not baligai once in the karar ashram in puri a disciple who was superintendent of police visited gurudev and gurudev was sitting with other disciples so looking at another visitor this officer told gurudev later baba this person must be a thief and he should not and and baba should not entertain this person gurudev smiled and said being a policeman 
you are always looking for a thief in others but i am a monk and my duty is to see god in others so if you are suspicious you always have some doubt about others like the policeman is always looking for thief everywhere he will look for thief only and i remember once during our sales annual sales conference when i was in job uh, in our meeting one of the manager complained about his uh, engineer so my managing director said he said mr so and so either you don't keep an employee or if you keep then trust him don't complain about that this person is like this so suspicious mind is never good for our spiritual progress and also it spoils peace of our mind yes there may be doubt because it is the nature of our mind so whenever there is doubt we must ask question and clarify it but keeping something which is not real in our mind is going to spoil the peace of mind spoil peace in family and overall it will impact our health also now the question comes how to deal with this suspicion if we have this habit how to be free so couple of points to ponder first thing practice open and honest communication remember we fear we are afraid of communicating but we imagine a lot so it is better to have open and honest communication that will clarify the suspicion doubt and bring the reality in front of you second thing choose to trust people while you are learning to trust others choose to trust yourself as well i know one person this person never trust except one or two friends this person never trust anybody else and it shows that this person doesn't trust himself or herself and if you don't trust yourself you cannot trust others so better to choose to trust people everybody is not a thief everybody is not going to harm you it is your own creation of mind so you start trusting people and you will see the things will change your suspicious mind will be much better and controlled balanced mind a very important aspect of removing this suspicion from our mind please avoid bringing past to your present past is already gone you are in present at present if you bring your past you are spoiling your present and your peace that means you are killing your own future because present moment is becoming going to become your future so anything happened in the past forget it and forgive the person if you cannot you will always remain suspicious and your present will not be a pleasant moment but it will bring more misery for you so please avoid bringing any past to your present when you are dealing with people be in present moment and take decision based on the present circumstances anybody who is bad person in the past can transform himself herself and be a good person but again being bringing that past means you are losing the opportunity to go forward to uh, make your relations better and the fourth point to deal with suspicion is think logically we you we don't use logic we use emotions so emotionally when we think it's like clouds nothing is clear so please think logically is it really correct is it really uh, right way to think so if you think logically then you can clear off the smoke and you can see the reality suspicion is never good as lord krishna is telling sanshyatma vinashyati you will be completely destroyed if you have suspicious mind nobody will love you everybody will abandon you at one stage of life you will be all alone and 
remember we live in society we cannot think of living alone so live with love don't doubt don't be suspicious of others if you have clarified most of the time i have found that our suspicion is imaginary it's not in reality so this is another quality we have to think about it so think logically now after being free from this quality of suspicious now another quality you have to ask you have to ask next next question are you self indulgent this is also a character we see around us are you self indulgent what does it mean are you allowing yourself to have or do anything that you enjoy only i will do everything you get too much involved and you ignore other people so are you self indulgent this is the question you have to ask so when you are having this problem what to do if you say that someone is self indulgent you mean that they allow themselves to have or do the things that they enjoy very much suppose i enjoy office work that in the office i neatly cleanly i do everything and arrange organize everything in my own way and if somebody else wants to do i will not allow the person but i will do everything so this is self indulgent it means indulging one's in one's own desires passions even whims especially without restraint so there is no restraint but you just follow your own passion desires but ignoring other people self indulgence destroys your future whatever you want to create in the future requires that you delay gratification in the present you need more self discipline for that family members who stay glued to their phones during dinner or lunch lose their ability to interact meaningfully with other i'll repeat it family members who stay glued to their phones during lunch or dinner lose their capacity or their ability to interact meaningfully with one another because you are not paying attention and slowly you become too much within yourself self indulgence exhaust the energy you need in order to get what you want out of life a couple of months ago i met a person and he's a medical doctor he was telling during lunch we just keep our cell phones away not on the table even if it rings we will not pick up because there is nothing emergency so when you are taking lunch you are taking food or you are doing something very important even <laughs> i saw funny thing this cell phone has become such a uh, nuisance it is useful but at the same time nuisance in india i i found that uh, some uh, religious ceremony is going on puja is going on the priest is worshiping the divine he is chanting a mantra cell phone rings and then he is talking over cell phone and chanting the mantra he is not in the puja he is not totally in the talk with the other person so this is distracting so self indulgence exhausts the energy you need in order to get what you want out of life unfortunately we have moved from a culture of self sacrifice and self discipline to one of pure unfettered self indulgence every day we are bombarded with advertisement urging us to gratify our desires but we need to think and these marketing strategies marketing people they just prompt us to be indulge in our habits our own passions and 
we lose our self discipline so if you want to be free from this habit of self indulgence we need to ask ourselves two questions whenever we are into this habit we need to ask is it necessary what i am going to have or what i am wanting to do is it really necessary if answer comes yes then follow it but most of the time you will find that it is really not necessary at this moment we can postpone or we can avoid it even so when you are self indulgent your mind works in only one track you want 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 and do as you want however second question you have to ask is do i really have to have it suppose first comes is it necessary answer comes yes then again you ask do i really have to have it honestly answer this question and you will be free from this problem so self indulgence and now next we will come to the another question this question is also very common you have to ask yourself do you live above your income look when we live in the society we have to earn we have to work we have to earn we have to pay the bills we have to purchase things for our daily consumption but our income and expenditure we have to look at both the sides so do you live above your income means your income is less and expenditure is more what will happen you will end up in credits you will end up in debt and this is going to again spoil your peace of life if you have more expenses than your income you will not be able to live peacefully you will be in constant stress of paying the bills once guruji told about a disciple in new york this disciple had never seen his paycheck as the salary was deposited in the bank and it was paid for the bills he used to purchase by credit card so he has never seen money if you have cash you know how to manage it but credit card gives you impulse to buy and pay later although you forget that some day all the bills have to be paid but right now you are not thinking you are thinking oh i wanted something i got it but once you have to pay with interest you know banks also promote this business prompting people to live on credit in ancient india there was an atheist teacher his name is charvak so charvak had a different philosophy and i think this credit card philosophy came from that charvak his his teaching was yavat jivet sukham jivet runam krutva ghritam pivet bhasmi bhutasya dehasya punaragamanam kutah simple meaning is yavat jivet sukham jivet as long as you are alive live luxuriously if needed you may borrow and live on credit and in debt ranam kratva ghatam pivet enjoy the life borrowing money why bhasmi bhutasya dehasya punar agamanam kutah means if you are dead and cremated it is foolish to think about rebirth who is going to come and repay so enjoy this life taking loans taking loan you have to take loans you have to take when it is necessary but you have to think about paying also otherwise you will end up in stress and your life will be in trouble in hindi there is a proverb we call it jitni chadar ho utna hi pair phailana chahiye in english we call it cut your dress according to your cloth cut your dress according to your cloth you have to know how to adjust and many times our needs are too many and we have to learn how to adjust with the situation with the time when you have money spend it no doubt but we don't have we have to be careful 
that means we have to limit our expenses according to our earnings if we want to live a peaceful life otherwise it is also a flaw in character that if we live above above our income i remember in my childhood my father had taught me in early childhood he told that if you have money use it wisely and never buy anything on credit it was his philosophy and he lived that when he left his body he did not owe any money to anyone he never took loans or if he took immediately he arranged to pay but he never lived in debt if we live above the income then we will end up in this situation of debt and how can we remain peaceful because all the time there is stress i have to pay this bill i have to pay for that so <clears throat> you have to work hard and at the same time think about saving in the current circumstances of this pandemic many people have lost their job we don't have money so <clears throat> if we would have saved some money it would have been very helpful so now think about it some money is needed because in the rainy days it will be useful so if you have money spend it but save also it will help you now if we talk about the next quality which is next check which is called self confidence this is also very common especially i found uh, in the youth they do not have proper direction no proper direct, uh, guidance so they have to struggle to find the way so we have to ask the question that if we are strong in our character we must be having self confidence so ask yourself do you lack self confidence if you lack self confidence it is a problem what does it mean self confidence is the understanding that you trust your own judgment and abilities and that you value yourself and feel worthy regardless of any imperfections or of what others may believe about you you don't worry worry about others opinions so self confidence is that quality which helps you to trust your own judgment your own abilities you value yourself now i'll just give a comparison of our behavior when we are confident and we do other when we don't have confidence so it's just a comparison the behavior associated with confidence and with low confidence when you are confident how is your behavior doing what you believe to be right even if other mock or criticize you for it you don't bother about it when you have self confidence you believe in yourself no matter what others say but when you have low self confidence then what happens governing your behavior based on what other people think so whenever you are taking any decision or acting based on how other people will react or what others may think that means you lack self confidence second thing being when you have confident behavior that means you are willing to take risks and to go the extra mile to achieve better things because you are always having tendency you will take risk and you will do or uh, produce something extra but if you have less or low self confidence then you stay in your own comfort zone you don't want to take risk because you fear failure and you want to avoid any risk i'm okay with this so this is lack of confidence when you have confident behavior then you admit your mistakes and learn from them if it is natural we all commit mistakes so if you commit mistake you will admit it and you will 
learn from it but if you have lack of confidence then you try to work hard to cover up mistakes and hoping that you can fix the problem before anyone notices so this is the change in behavior if you have you have self confidence then you are waiting for others to congratulate you on your accomplishment yes you achieve something so you'll wait that others will congratulate you but if you have less confidence then you extol your own virtues as often as possible to as many as people you want to boast i did this when you have confident behavior you accept compliments graciously how thanks i really worked hard on that prospects i am pleased to recognize my effort this is the feeling but when you have lack of confidence you dismiss compliments off handedly oh that prospectus was nothing really anyone could have done it so see the change in behavior when you have self confidence you can achieve whatever you have decided you can be helpful for other people but when you have lack of confidence you remain in your own cocoon you don't want to take risk so you won't be able to progress and at the same time you have a tendency of hiding your mistakes covering up and making some excuses so we have to be free from this habit and how to build self confidence so couple of tips i can give you always try to visualize yourself as you want to be you want to be a doctor so visualize that you are a doctor and how a doctor must behave how a doctor must have uh, to work hard so in this way you can prepare yourself second thing affirm yourself don't deny affirm yourself yes i can do it i will do it and i have done it this is the way you progress third thing know your principles and live them without living on principles means going astray from here to there there is no purpose there is no goal no target so make some principles and live them another thing to be confident do one thing that scares you every day very often we don't take steps or we don't take risk in our life because we have we are afraid we have some fears so take that challenge that if you are afraid of something take that challenge i will do it i'll try and i will definitely do it and i'll be successful also question your own your inner critic because from inside you have this criticism this nature so you have to face it question your own inner critic that will help you to be free from this lack of confidence and always set yourself up to win that i have to do so not that okay i'll do little bit and see how it works this is not the way i will i have set the goal i'll work and i will win so set yourself up to win don't just uh, plan for in between or little another good thing is to develop self confidence help someone else when we help others it helps us to build our own confidence also because we achieve some satisfaction we contentment and a joy overall another thing to remember care for yourself if you are careless about yourself then you will not have that confidence it might turn into overconfidence you want to be confident then focus on the solution don't focus on the problem don't talk about the problems only if there is problem there must be solution so focus on the solution what can be done in this situation this will make the difference to be confident also you have to be grateful if you are grateful you will be more confident another thing is to remain active if we are not active and dynamic then we lose confidence 
because you build up your confidence level by remaining always active so don't live a sedentary life or uh, be satisfied or be content in little okay i have done it this much is enough i don't need anything else remain active if you don't want to work your for yourself work for others volunteer work but remain active a couple of years ago roy eugen davis he also teach, he used to teach kriya yoga direct disciple of paramans yoganandji he visited our ashram in miami and when he was giving a talk he was telling that i am 95 years old and uh, people ask about retirement he said that there is no retirement you have to always work so at that age also he was teaching traveling even gurudev constantly practicing kriya and every single day he was giving his teachings so remain active that will help you to build up your confidence level last thing clear your desk many of us have habit of piling the work and then we start taking things one by one but best habit is to clear the desk means don't keep anything pending if something has to be done today finish it today in our previous class we discussed kal kare so aaj kar means whatever is there we have to finish it now so that you are free from any worries and you will be more confident to take up new challenges new projects new things if you keep on pending things keep on piling up work then you will end up in stress and you will lose your self confidence can i really do it how can i do it this question will come but when you clear the desk means take the job immediately finish it up not procrastinating you will be able to maintain peace of mind and your self confidence will be always high however so these are some points we discussed today now let us take few minutes for our meditation please sit straight wherever you are sitting just keep your spine in a straight line concentrate in between the eyebrows gently withdraw your attention from the external world withdrawing the senses and mind and focusing in the inner royal path of spinal canal inside the spine energy centers on top of the head the fontanel bottom of the spine let us begin with observing our breath very gently watch incoming and outgoing breath don't forget any single breath subtle movement 
settling the thoughts, little more calmness. Feeling of relaxation. to pacify our mind let us practice some deep breathing from bottom to top top to bottom very slow long and deep breath regulating our prana When we inhale, we will feel love within. When we exhale, we experience peace. Inhale, slow, long, deep. Love. Exhale. Peace. Inhale. Love. Exhale. Peace. Inhale. Love. Exhale. Peace. Inhale. Peace. Exhale. Love. Inhale. Peace. Exhale. Love, inhale, peace, exhale, love, inhale, love, exhale, peace, Inhale, love, exhale, peace, inhale, love, exhale, peace, normal conscious breath. Slow, feeble breath, bodies still, mind is tranquil. Take all your attention beyond body, beyond mind. In the inner formless space inside the cranium, remain in this blissful, calm state, silently meditate for a few minutes.
experiencing peace, bliss, and joy. Bring your attention back to the soul center in between the eyebrows. You are free from agitated mind. You are free from any suspicion. You are self-confident. Your pure consciousness, divine bliss. Your eternal child of God. We'll conclude with the prayer for well-being. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhinaha Sarve Santo Niramayaha Sarve Bhatrani Pashyantu Makaschit Dukkha Bhakavet Om Shanti 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 May all become happy and healthy loving, noble, and compassionate. May there be no suffering or sorrow. May there be more love, peace, and harmony among us and in this entire creation. Om. Amen. May the blessings of God and the Masters be upon us all and everywhere. I bow to God, all the Masters, all the saints and sages, and each one of you. Thank you all. So till the next class, meditate nicely. Is simple question. One does isthita pragya help in this case? Isthita pragya means you are above all these impulses or any bad habit, negative thoughts. You are just a witness. Sthita pragya means you are only a witness to whatever is happening, whatever is going around. You are not affected by that. So that is the desirable state for meditation. Thank you all. See you next time. Jai Guru.